Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get it on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Ryan Horvath. Back on Curtin Long, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, along with Rami Makhlov. You can follow me on social media at Sparky Radio on Twitter. You can follow him at Rami is tweeting. Check out my latest interview with Andy Herdman, the Pack a Day podcast, up at 1250 amthefan.com. We'll have Jake Kokorowski talking Badger football from Badger Extra in the Wisconsin State Journal. That interview will be up on Thursday morning. Uh, and, of course, we'll be doing another one of these Curtin Long podcasts coming up on Friday. Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, these drop by 5 p.m. Central each one of those days. Tell your friends, tell your family members, tell everybody you see in a grocery store that has a Packer uh, shirt on. Listen to Curtin Long. Uh, you'll like it. All right, Robbie Makhlouf, let's, let's look at this five years from now, right? So 2029, 2028, whatever you want to say. Uh, how how are, are, is this division going to look? What are we going to be talking about, in your opinion, as far as how this all sets up? Pick whatever team you want to start with, but let's talk kind of like about all four teams in the division. Work your way from the bottom up. So start with the Bears. Shut up. <laughs> what? You said start from the bottom okay. up. That's all the right, Bears. Okay. The Bears Five. are up. All right. Are they all right. Not? Is that, that, oh, I thought you were taking a shot. Um, no, I, I was just laughing. Go ahead. I don't know, man. I don't know. Because I, I – <laughs> I really could see this going sparky and this, 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 this road really depresses me, but I really could see this going in a direction where they, they, they trade Justin Fields this off season. They draft the rookie quarterback, the rookie quarterback struggles next year. They fire the GM, they fire the coach and you're starting a new regime coming in with a quarterback who's one year into his career who they have questions about and it's not their guy anymore and they want to retool the roster to put their fingerprint on it. And we're right back where we were two years ago when they hired Ryan Poles Good. and Matt Eberflus and it's, and it's yeah. just a revolving door. I think, I think if they stick with fields and make a change at coach, at least, at least with the offensive coordinator, if not Eberflus, then maybe they have something here because they all polls has, has done a good job of retooling the defense. It's a young defense that's that's on the upswing, and and, and he, he has a lot of draft picks, a lot of draft capital that he got by trading the number one pick last year. He could do the same thing this year and set him up for a few years to come to where I think the future could be bright for the Bears, but I think that if they trade fields and start over again at quarterback, then five years from now, I I, I don't know. I, I, I don't see them being a threat and just see the revolving door that we've seen with this bears organization continue to, to swing around and around and around. I think it really hinges on, on that decision and what they do at quarterback this off season. All right. So that you have the bears last. I, yeah. I, I'm not going to say that I'm going to have the bears last. I'm going to have the Vikings last um, in this division in five years. They do not have a plan for post Kirk cousins. And it is a very alarming and scary thing. And you're playing with Kirk Cousins, not to win a Super Bowl, but just to hang around to be a borderline playoff team every year. You're not going anywhere. Um, Justin Jefferson, eventually his contract uh, is going to be up. And I doubt he's going to want to stay if you don't have a future. Uh, And Hall is definitely not the future from BYU. You did a fifth round pick. Well, again, because you're never going to suck with Kirk Cousins, unless he gets hurt earlier in the year than he did this year, you're always going to be in the middle to the bottom half of the draft. And you're going to have to make a Jordan Love type pick and hope you can develop a guy for a couple of years behind Kirk Cousins. 
See, um, I, I Harrison think, Smith's not getting any younger at safety over on that side of the ball. Hunter's not getting any younger on the defensive side of the ball in Minnesota either. Like, I just, I look at, they don't have a great running back anymore. I just look at that team and go, they're going to be in possibly for a huge rebuild here at some point uh, when the Kirk Cousins deal is over. See, I think, I think Cousins, now you're saying in five years, five years. I think that if they, and I think they will pay Kirk Cousins and bring him back. Five years from now, I think we'll be right around the the end, the end of his the end of his run. And while I don't think Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback by any means, I think I think in in the system that he's playing in now with Kevin O'Connell and and coming off the Sean McVay tree, I mean Brock Purdy is in the MVP conversation right now, man. You you know what I mean? I, and I think that if he already has Justin Jefferson and and I like some of the other young wide receivers that that they have on that roster right now, if you can get a really good defense in Minnesota, I think that's a team that can do more than just be a playoff team. I think they could be a contender with Kirk Cousins as their quarterback. But if you're saying five years from now, that's then what we're that's, saying. That, that's probably right around the end of their run, and they're 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 starting a rebuild or yep. retool and looking for their next quarterback at that point. Agreed. So that's why I got them in last place. Um, okay, so they're last. So now let's go to third. The Bears were last for you. So who's third for you in five years? We're talking like 2029, right Right in that area. Yeah, I, th- I would say it's probably – I just I just talked about the Vikings. I'd say I probably yep. have them at, at third after the Bears in five years from now in our okay. NFC North power rankings. For me, I'm going to say third uh, is going to be the Detroit Lions at this point. Now, my caveat in all of this – clearly is I don't know how good Hennon Hooker is going to be. I love the pick. The kid out of Tennessee, the quarterback, is coming off injury. You didn't have to play him. You had Jared Goff. Fine. Jared Goff, in my opinion, we'll see, isn't winning you a Super Bowl. So they're going to ride with Goff, I think, for at least one more year, two more years, whatever the case may be. And then they're going to have to make a decision on Hooker or somebody else. I don't know how long Dan Campbell is going to last in Detroit either. I feel like Dan Campbell is a um, Thibodeau, Scott Skiles, using NBA guy references, where he has a burnout factor, where eventually the locker room's like, all right, that's enough. Like, I've heard this long enough. I'm done. Like, go somewhere else. Is this dude crying again? I think (laughs) he was just on, what was it, the ticket in Detroit or whatever. um, And they had him on talking about that idiotic two-point conversion try from the seven. And he yeah. was going at the host like, no, no, say what you want to say, man. We're on the yeah, radio. Say that. what you want to say. And the guy like called it. it reckless. And he was right. It was reckless and stupid. But that's who this dude is. He's going to roll the dice. He's going to gamble. Like I said, I just don't think in five years he's still the coach. I think they're going to go through what they do in Detroit and screw something up. Um, and they fall back, I think, to third. And maybe they're still trying to retool and see what that whole thing looks like. So they're my third team. Second team, I'm going to say are the Chicago Bears. Uh, in in second place. And the reason why I say they're going to be in second place, and let's see if Swami is right on this one. I think this is how it's going to go. They're going to trade fields for a second, maybe to Atlanta. That seems to make a lot of sense to me because the Falcons are in desperate need of a quarterback. And they got everything else kind of there. That defense got better. They've got they've got uh, Drake London. They've got Pitts. They got Bijan. They have an idiot coach. But other than that, they've got the pieces on offense. So fields seems to me to make sense in Atlanta. So you get the second round pick there. Then you know what I think is going to happen? I think Ryan Poles is going to say, you know what? I don't want to make the decision between Drake May and Caleb Williams. I'm good with either. 
But I got all these teams that want to come up here to one. Washington, let's talk about making a deal one for two. I think he's going to get another second or whatever the case may be. He's going to slide down to two, let Washington make the pick, kind of like the Manning Leaf here. They're going to let Washington make the pick of who they want, and Poles is going to take the other one while accumulating more picks at that point. And he's going to take whoever is left between those two quarterbacks. Then I'm not done. I've got a grand plan. Then I think what happens is, then I think Chicago, with their pick, comes screaming back up to get three, kind of like the Texans did last year, because they're going to have all these extra picks. They're going to come screaming back up to three, and they're going to take Marvin Harrison Jr. So they're going to come out of this draft with Williams or May plus Marvin Harrison Jr. to go along with DJ Moore, and away go the Chicago Bears, and their future is bright. That's how I think this plays out when this is all said and done. And as a Packer fan, I hope I'm dead wrong. I hope they screw it up. But it's all right there like for them plan. not to screw this up. I don't like your plan even a little bit. You're starting all over again with yes. the quarterback position, and I don't want to do that right now, and I don't think that they need to do that right now. And they'll just do with – and if, if, if they move on from Justin Fields, it just means they haven't learned their lesson about what they're doing to quarterbacks. And they're going to do the same thing with Caleb Williams or, or May or anybody else that they draft this year and be in the same position that they're in right now. And in three years from now – wondering if they have their quarterback with a new GM and a new coach trying to figure the whole thing out. It, that that would be the wrong path to take, and you're just giving the Bears as an organization too much credit that 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 all that would work if they did do that. That that's you and you all I don't know if you do this to me just to like hurt me, you know what I mean? No. To set me up, just to set no. me up, get to try and plant a seed of optimism. To, so that I it can come crashing down later. Like I, I tell people the story all the time about when the Bears traded for uh, for Jay Cutler, and at the time nobody knew what Aaron Rodgers was. And you you coming, I was the producer at the time, and you yep. coming over to the producer booth and going with a big smirk on your face. So how does it feel to have the best quarterback in the division, Rami? And you know what? I was young and stupid and naive at the time, and I thought I I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. But no, Sparky, I'm a grizzled veteran now. Do you see the gray? You see the gray in this beard right now? I'm a grizzled veteran. I know better than to have hopes and optimism about the Chicago Bears. I'm not going to let you do it to me again. I'm not that fat, stupid kid that you were able to do that to oh so many years ago. I'm a grown man now, and I'm not going to do it. They're a dumb organization, and they'll find – just like you said about the Lions, man, they'll find a way to screw it up. The Bears will find a way to screw it but up. But that so means – so who's your thing. second team in the division then? Because you have the Lions and Packers left. In 2029, who's in second place in our five-year outlook here? It's probably the Lions. I, I, I think I'd have the Lions at second. And honestly, it's it, it could go either way between them and the Vikings. The Bears will be at the bottom. But it could go either way between them and the Vikings in terms of the two and the three slot. And all of these sparky because it's the most it's the most uh, valuable position in all of North American sports, the most important position in all of North American sports. It goes back to the quarterback question, and and who is is Jared Goff good enough to win? And if not, who's do they stick with him? Who's the next guy? You said they have a guy from Tennessee that they drafted. And in Hooker, I don't yep. know a lot. I don't know a lot about about the young man. Maybe maybe yep. he is the next guy. But so much of this hinges on the quarterback position and all of these teams. I mean, I think, I think the Packers know what they're doing at least going into next year um, with Jordan love. He's done enough that, that they're sold on him for, for going into next year, but with the, the lions, the bears and the Vikings, oh my, 
you 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 have quarterback questions with all three of those franchises moving forward that they're going to have to answer if not this offseason then then in the following offseason and and that that that'll that'll largely decide which direction and and where all those franchises go because it's the quarterback and it's that important so then we agree the packers are one probably in 5 years yeah because they have that question answered they seem to have that question answered again again and how long have I been telling you, Sparky, that if they have three back-to-back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks that I quit football? You're done. I just quit, I just quit football. <laughs> I'm not done being a Bears fan. I don't think I, he's a Hall – I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. But I, I will football. say this. He doesn't suck. And I said that at the beginning of the year to Jeff Rieger when no. we talked. And I said, I'll tell you this much, Rieger – they may not beat the Lions this game, and that may not happen. I'm like, but this dude does not suck. You'll see. And in the middle of the year, I think people were like, nah, you're wrong. He does suck. Uh, but he doesn't, and he's good. And this offense is going to be explosive and a lot of fun to watch kind of going forward.